tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, June 15th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Welcome to the Pisscast. What's going on, Shauna? Mm, not too much. I might go to your favorite store, Simon's, after work today. Simon's? Yeah. I do like Simon's. You do. We have one downtown here in Calgary, and it, it, I, they came to Edmonton before they came here. So when I lived in Edmonton, they had a Simon's and West Edmonton Mall. Yeah. And I liked hitting that place up. It's an interesting store, though, because they have shirts that are $30 and shirts that are $300. Yep. And you don't really know what part of the store you're in until you check the price tag. It's true. And you're like, oh, I'm in that part of the store I can't afford. So mm-hmm. you have to go find where you can. I bought uh, some used uh, bar stools yesterday from Marketplace. So I ran down and picked them up. And I, I wanted to get some cushions for them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think I'm going to head to Simon's. They've got some on sale, apparently. Right, because they've got the whole home home decor side of things, too, they right? They do. I mostly just think of them as a clothing store. And I need some new running shoes as well, because the ones that I'm wearing at the gym right now, because I used to work out from home, but now that I've moved to this new building, it has a gym in it. So now I have to be presentable again when I go to the gym. Whereas uh, when I work out at home, like I used to work out in my bikini top and like pajama pants. Like who cares? You but you work I mean? out at like three in the morning. I do. Anybody see you? There's only there. This is crazy. There are a few people who come to the gym at three thirty to four in the morning. Isn't that crazy? Now are these like shift workers? Are these people getting off a late shift? Or are these people getting up early? It's before work people. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's crazy to see. And I was reading actually uh, recently some thread and uh, quite a few people were talking about how they will get up at 3.30, 4 in the morning to work out. So I get the whole place to myself for the first like 45 minutes and then other people start showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I, I like to be semi-presentable. And my big toe is kind of starting to <laughs> pit, like peek through my running shoes right now. I was like, it's probably time for new running shoes if my big toe is starting to show I'd say through. so. A little embarrassing. Yeah. The shoes that I run in and the shoes that I go to that I just kind of wear walking around have both blown out on the side. And I think it's because I played pickleball in them. Oh. And I and I weigh so much that when I go to pivot, mm-hmm. like you just break down that part of the shoe. Yeah. For me, it's when I let my big toenail grow a little longer than it should. Ah. Yeah. Turns into a bit of a slice job then, it does. doesn't it? Sometimes I'll feel like my, my shoes are too too small all of a sudden, and I'm like, probably time to cut the old toenails there. <laughs> if your shoes start <laughs> feeling too small, that's gross, Shauna. Okay, they're not that, but it does. It makes a little difference when they just fit, and then you grow a little bit. I need to be ordered. It's fine. I'll, I'll work on cutting my toenails more often, okay? I would say Simon's has been bumped out of my list of favorite stores. Oh. Because I had a couple things that I bought from there that didn't wash real well. Mm. And again, I think this was on the cheaper side of the store. That's too bad. And I also have a hard time finding sizes there. Okay. I'll be like, this is the biggest you have. It doesn't fit. Uh, so, yeah. No, I, I'd have to redo my list of favorite stores, but I don't think Simon's would be on it anymore. Okay. Well, Lee Valley is my favorite store of all. Oh, fair. If you're ever wondering. Okay. Good to know. Love Lee Valley. Great. <laughs> Maybe I'll work there if I get fired. 
Actually, I love Peacock Boutique. I should give them a shout out here. What's that? They're a used store. They uh, like used clothing and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of a higher end used clothing store. Is this the place you're telling me about where you can go in and get like jeans and stuff that have barely been worn, dresses that have never yeah. been worn? And There's a woman who's like my exact size who clearly has quite the uh, wardrobe. Ah. And she goes to stores that are more expensive than I would ever buy new and she will just drop off a bunch of stuff. So anytime I need something, I just roll in there and there's always stuff in my size and I swear it's like one woman who just constantly, I'm like, great, I'll take it all. You should stake the place out and find out who this woman is. I know. I've thought about it before. Be like, When does she typically come in? I know. Cut out the middleman and yeah. just go straight from her. Just or give just me all your crap. Call me after she comes in and I'll come down and take a look. It's true. That's yeah. Whoever this... I know. Let her eat the cost of buying it new. But they have awesome stuff. And again, like, it's hardly worn and it's half the price because it's used. So, yeah. That's yeah, the best way to do it. It sure is. On today's show, we're going to talk about a little league legend. A friend of Shauna's that has definitely crossed the line from cheap to greasy. Yeah. we got a couple Terry of the Month nominees. We're going to talk about... Uh, living in a small town, which one we would choose. The countries that swear the most. We'll come up with some names for baby chicks. That'll make sense. An etymology, a really funny etymology. Uh, something that a biologist has done in the Amazon rainforest that cracked us up. Uh, and the goat of bum chins after your out of context clip. Okay, I see you big boogie. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We've been mentioning this in the news, but uh, Jeremy Hansen is going to be the Stampede Parade Marshal this year, which is pretty damn cool. I think that's awesome. He's going to be the first Canadian ever to travel to the moon. Yeah. Not set foot on the moon. No. But they're going to orbit and then come back, which is still incredible. Unbelievable. Pretty sweet Stampede Marshal, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but when I was reading up about this, they had this photo of him, and he is, he is a very good looking guy. Oh, way. yeah. Of course he is. He does everything well. Totally, yeah. Um, but they, the photo they used really enhances his bum chin. And Beckler, <laughs> he has a spectacular bum chin on him. Of course like, he does. He's got that all-American jaw. Man, he is part of a very select group of bum chinamen, as I like to call them. The, bum chinamen? The bum chinamen, the men with very pronounced bum chins. And then it got me thinking, okay, I was going down a rabbit hole. How do you spell chinamen? Bum chinamen, just... China, man, bum chinamen. That's already a word. Yeah, well, there you go. Bum chinamen, though. Or is the, that's the bum chin. It's the You're bum chin men. It's different here. It's going to look like a slur. Oh, okay, so, so I'll, I'll come up with okay. a different way of spelling it. That's not the slur like way. Like cinnamon, that. but. Bum chinamen, yes, yes. Two ends? Yes, cin- two, okay. c- like cinnamon, but bum chinamen. Yep, that's okay, good. Anyway, I, was, I got thinking about the goat of the bum chinamen. The goat of bum chins? Yes. There are a lot of men with very pronounced bum chins yeah. out there. And yeah, there's, it's funny because I started thinking about this and there's a few that came to mind. And then as I got thinking more, I was like, there are, there are actually a lot of bum chins sure out there. Sure are. Yeah. If you got a strong jaw and a good bum chin, mm-hmm. that's a good look. Yeah. That's a great look. Like who off the bat thinks, when you think of quintessential bum chin, who would you say? Okay. So this is interesting because sometimes in your head, you think someone has a bum chin, but they don't. They it's just true. have a pronounced. So I thought right away, David Hasselhoff. Mm. And I looked him up. Doesn't have a bum Doesn't chin. Have a bum he just chin. has a good jaw. No. Do you know who does, though? Tom Brady. Great bum chin. One of the t- most pronounced. Yeah. Like, he's one of the ones that really, when I thought of bum chin, that's who I went with. Goat of football, 
potential goat of bum chins. Yes, right. Um, Aaron Eckhart. Do you know the actor yes. Aaron Eckhart? That's one. He's, he's got another a cartoon one that comes jaw. To he does. Yeah. He's from The Dark Knight. He was yeah. Harvey Dent from yeah. The Dark. Yes, and he is another one that comes was- top of mind. Even though he hasn't, it's crazy. He hasn't been in a lot that I've actually even watched. But his bum chin just sticks in your mind. It's yeah. just engraved there because he almost looks like someone drew him. It's true. His jaw is so square, yeah. and his bum chin is so. When he was two faced, I think the face split right down the bum chin. Yes, right down I'm- the crack of his bum chin. It probably did, yeah. His long crack on his bum <laughs> chin. Just like, anyway. Who else? Uh, John Travolta. Great bum Huge chin. Huge bum chin. Does he have Big a, bum chinaman. Sometimes there are bum chins that look like someone just drove a nail right into the center yes. of it. It's not like a it's not like a cleft. Yep. It's like a, it's like like a, a dot, hole. Almost, yeah. Yeah, it's like a bum, a bum, a bum hole, hole chin. <laughs> it's a bum it's hole. A different, it's a whole different it's totally category different of thing. bum chin. Uh, yep. You ever seen the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls? Johnny Rezesnik? Yeah. Does he have a bum chin? Oh, my God. Another guy who looks like he was drawn. Okay. Huge bum chin on that the That one guy. doesn't stick. That, that bum doesn't stick in my mind. So uh, then there's Andy Samberg. Mm, great bum chin. Huge yeah, bum chin. But bum he, chin. if you get a little bit of scruff, it kind of disguises the chin. He gets yeah. the, the hairy. <laughs> hairy bum chin. Hairy bum chins. Do you have any <laughs> lady bum chins on your list? There's Okay, so there's a couple ladies with bum chins. They're always harder and less pronounced to see, but uh, Sandra Bullock has a bum chin. Does she? Mm-hmm. Go look, I gotta Google, go her, Google right her bum now. chin. She's got the Do lady bum chin. Sandra Bullock. She's got a great bum chin. Yes. Front bum chin is what she's got because you have to determine you know the difference between the. So I'm gonna do this one. When I think of someone like Jennifer Aniston, she's like ninety percent chin. Does she have a bum chin? I don't think she has a bum chin. No, just a huge just chin. Just a on big her. chin, but not. But Sandra Bullock, I think of <laughs> the ladies, chin, no is chin. one with the bum chins. Big front bum chin. What about the Lizard King George Canyon? Oh my God! Yeah. Again, unbelievable oh, jaw, no, cartoon no. jaw, bum chin. Ah, uh, but it's not that no. pronounced. And then when he has scruff, you can't really tell. I uh, know. I got to take him You're off the list. taking the Lizard King off the list? The Lizard King, no. He has other things going on. He's the Lizard King. He can't be the goat of bum chins as well. So who's our goat? Is it Aaron Eckhart? I Since think it's got to be there? Aaron Eckhart, yeah. He might be more famous for his bum chin I than his roles. I think he is. Again, so. because I don't remember the last time I've seen him in a role, but geez, does he got a bum chin. podcast. Friend of the show, Paul, sent me this story about a biologist who's studying several species of South American tree frogs, and they're trying to figure out how these frogs move through the rainforest. What they've done is they've come up with these little pants, almost, that they put on the frogs. Oh, my God. pants have a radio tracker, and then they can map the, the path that a frog takes through the rainforest. Let me tell you. If I was ever in a rainforest, and I, <laughs> I came across a frog with pants... I don't know what I would do. You freak out. I'd be like, oh, "What drug am I on? What like, mushroom did I just step yeah, on that's I, making me hallucinate right I now?" I must have licked a toad by accident because wow, frog's this, got pants on. This frog is. Anyone else see that? Anyone else see the pants <laughs> on that frog? Especially if you were like deep, deep in the jungle, Holy right? Crap. Uh, like if, huh. I saw lots of frogs when I was in Costa Rica. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I would. I'd probably go home. I'd be like, I need to get out of here. Strips over. The this frogs have good. pants on now. Frogs are wearing pants. It anyway. gets funnier though. The the pants oh. are so small though that this biologist said his colleagues have started referring to them as g strings. Oh my! God. It's more of like a speedo shape. It's not like oh, if you're picturing trousers. <laughs> oh. Like are you picturing trousers? 
Yeah. Like Frog and Toad from the yeah. books. Now we're talking about a frog wearing a G-string. Yeah, I mean... Not, that's even worse. <laughs> that might be even... I mean, the frog's got very provocative at, panties on. Look at that frog's ass. <laughs> Is he wearing... Wow. Where did you get kinda, that thong from? He's kind of wiggling at you as oh, you hops away. Oh, my hey. God. It's dancing. <laughs> like what you see? It's got a bigger <laughs> ass than I do. Wow. <laughs> Big frog legs sticking out the back of that thing. Look that frog foot. on that thing. <laughs> Anyway, okay, frog sorry. panties. When I frog read this, panties. I was just like, well, this is a job for Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah, it is. It ever. Morgan Freeman loves panties. We know sure that. Does. He's also narrated some nature documentaries. Well, there you so go. This just couldn't be better. Nope. Deep in the Amazon rainforest, frogs with panties. Tiny frog panties. If you were a frog, what color would your panties be? Oh, my God. What color panties are you wearing right now? Morgan. Show me your panties. So you're telling me you also see the panties on the frogs, though. At least I'm not hallucinating. These frogs are showing their panties. Show Morgan your frog panties. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I don't know if your etymology music ready to go, Shauna. That's okay. Etymology. Perfect. That was really good. I have a couple for you today, actually. Okay. Uh, first off, I, I heard the term goody two-shoes the other day. I was like, where does the term goody two-shoes come from? That's an odd one. Right? Can I take a guess? Yes. So I know in the like the early colony days in the United States, like the Puritans, wives were called good wives. Mm-hmm. Good wife so-and-so instead of like miss misses. Yep. So is it from that? Like goody... So, no, but you're right. That is also a thing. That is where the goody comes from, okay. is from the good wives. Uh, it was poor. Yeah, poor wives were, it was a polite way of referring to a poor housewife. Uh, it was a goody. Okay. A goody, yeah. Uh, so there was actually a story, though, that was called The History of Little Goody Two-Shoes. And it was actually considered to be the very first children's novel. So it was back in 1765, and when you think about it, of course, prior to that, you wouldn't necessarily be targeting books at children, right? It would be for adults, and then right. at some point you'd be like, hey, children should read books too. Because at that point, like many adults couldn't read. That's just it. And books weren't very common, yeah. so... So this oh, was the very sense. first child's novel. Huh. But it was about this poor orphan named Marjorie, and she only had one shoe, and then somebody takes pity on her and buys her another shoe, and I guess you just... She runs around yelling, two shoes, ma'am, two shoes, to everybody she meets. Holy man, that's sad. That's, that's the saddest story I've ever heard. She was heard. very excited about the second really? shoe, though. But then she got the second shoe. <laughs> Back then, having two shoes wasn't as common as man, today, you know okay? what? Like, if I only had one shoe, I think I'd go no shoes, wouldn't you? I don't think I'd one shoe it. It's not like I would. Mo- would you? Yeah, because then you could you, you switch it up on the on the foot, put it on one foot for a while, and then give that one a break and put the other one on. And- if it's like if it's the type of shoe that could go on either foot, I guess. If it's yeah. specifically a left shoe, you're not going to wear that on the right foot. Yeah, back then they probably didn't even have a determination between left and right shoes. It was just that shoe goes on a foot. It's good. You sure the shoes had buckles and stuff on them back then? Yeah, but I, that's when they were one two buckling my shoe. It actually wasn't that long ago though. You're right. I guess the buckle would have been on the outside but it wasn't that long ago that we did have just unisex or universal shoes that just went on either foot or and some people only had one and you had one shoe then you just hop you <laughs> I practice went no hopping shoes, honestly you stand like a flamingo and my god go. what a sad story wow but Kate, shoes. it goes it goes it gets happier because then okay she eventually becomes a school teacher she marries a rich man and then she uses her wealth to help the poor who also only have one shoe so that's a happy ending that's the happy ending that story Okay, that's the story of Goody Two Shoes. So there you go.
Man, that charitable initiative, too. Do you only have one shoe? <laughs> Might you like a second? Was that the name of the charity? <laughs> one shoe to two. <laughs> Come and donate. I had another etymology. Let's just stick no, with this fine. one. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> and Shauna podcast. My son, Bo, he's eight. He was pretty excited because his classroom has chicks, baby chicks. I was so jealous because there were other classes when I was in primary school that had baby chicks, and my class did not. We never did so that either. Mad. He said it was so exciting because they got the eggs and they incubated them, and then they watched them start to move a bit, and yep. now they have baby chicks. And they said everyone was so excited. My aunt was actually a, a teacher at my primary school, so I got to go and check out her baby chicks, and oh, that was yeah. pretty awesome. But yeah, my class never had them. Bull crap. Pretty cool. It's a nice idea, it's I think. Awesome. And he says so the class was trying to come up with names for these chicks and everybody was like shouting out their names and mm. he so he's into this uh fantasy novel series called Wings of Fire. It's all about dragons. Oh nice. And he wanted to name one of them after the dragons, one of the dragons, but he he got no love on that. But I was like, I'm proud of your nerdiness because I, I mean I would have done something similar, right? Yeah, I would have started sure. shouting out Lord of the Rings names. I'm I would have sure been like have, Galadriel. Yeah. What about Galadriel? What about Theoden King? Aragorn, son of Arathorn, also and everybody called Elrond. Like, Shut up! And why is this music <laughs> mysteriously playing behind it your just voice? Just shows it's up weird. when I start talking about Lord of the Rings. Huh. But you and I are quite good at this, Shauna. We are, yeah. And I figured we could come up with some names for these. I mean, I think the chicks are already named, but maybe for next year. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you got? Went down a bit of rabbit hole. Yeah, so here. did I. Okay, you, good. Uh, first of all, just if there was two chicks, this is very simple, but net chicks and chill. Should we oh, name two of them? That's two good. twin chicks, maybe, you know, came from the same egg. Yeah. Uh, the tragically chick, if it's a sad chick. Chick Jagger. Cheap chick. Uh, chick Di Pietro. Cheap chick, by the way, if it's a frugal, sasky chick like you. Uh, chick Toria Beckham. I had Chick Toria Beckham oh, as well. That's like Chickless Cage. I, I, that was my next one. Queen Chick Toria. <laughs> Did you have Chicky Mantle? Nope. Chickiel O'Neal. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Chick McIver. Then I went. He's my MLA. What about Hennifer Aniston? Mmm, that's nice. You went that direction too. I did, yeah. Milan Lou Cheap. Oh, that's good. Kylo Hen from Star Wars. There you go. A little nerdiness coming in there. Uh, former Rough Rider lineman John Chick. That one doesn't even need to be changed because no, his doesn't. name was John Chick. Yeah, it's true. Liam Hensworth <laughs> or Sean Hen. Hen Affleck. Chick- Got a lot of hens here. Chick Van Chike. <laughs> Hendon Fraser. What about Cluck Norris? I like Cluck Norris. Here's another one. One of my favorites. Yoko Ono. You don't even have to change that one. Yoko Ono. Yep. Yoko- oh, that one's good. Yokohontis. I'm Chick James, bitch. <laughs> That's good. I don't know if that'll fly in an elementary I don't think that school, one would, but it's a but solid it's one. Good. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was shopping yesterday, and there was this girl helping me find something, and she had this lovely English accent, British accent, but at one point she said, oh, crap, but the more vulgar version of that term, and then immediately as she said it, and it came out of her mouth, she goes, <gasps> And then she was like, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to swear. And she was horrified. And I was just killing myself. I was like, I don't care. I you swear like a sailor. Offended, you? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I I really don't care at all. And she just, she was so taken aback and so horrified by it. But it's funny because I was thinking about this. I feel like the British as a culture have some pretty decent potty mouths on them. Like, when I was in London, I remember thinking that. There's a lot of vulgarity that was just floating around, and it's just very casual and fine, and people swear there. And, I mean, even with her, it kind of just came out accidentally. She's like, ah, I'm so sorry. I was like, could they be one of the most potty-mouthed filled countries? 
Hmm. I got thinking about the the countries that maybe or the cultures that tend to swear the most, and I would put them up there. I think they do. It's just more common for them to just swear on. Of course, it's going to depend where you go. Totally. Right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Terry loves swearing here. Yeah, it's Terry true. loves swearing. Don't you take Terry swears away. Yeah. I wonder, actually, if there's more swearing in rural areas than, than big cities, too. I think in, like, blue-collar environments, too. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, Depending on where you work and that kind of thing. But in terms of countries. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about swears in other languages. I know. To... And I found this list because I thought it would be kind of fun. But if you were to just off the cuff think about it, what countries would you say you think swear the most? The Australians would be at the top, I yeah, would think. They're their, up there. Their use of the C word is incredibly liberal. And that's why. And that's a word that will stop you in your tracks. It here. will. <laughs> and here, it's funny because there, again, it's just very commonplace to hear. Yeah. But here, it, it stops us dead. So they're in kind of number four, though. There's a few countries oh, above them. So they're not okay. number one. Uh, but it's kind of them, Australia, New Zealand, and the U.S. are all kind of in a mix together up in the, the fourth spot. But so, there are countries above them? Uh-huh. Who could that be? Like the Irish? I don't know. No, the Irish aren't. Uh, the U.K. are above Austra- Australia, New Zealand okay. a little bit. Um, and then on, above that, French. The French? The French. I don't know any French swears. No, so. and there's one word that I'm not going to say aloud, but it is very liberally used there as well, and it's their version of the F word, essentially. Okay. And uh, it's kind of become culturally very common, kind of like the C word in Australia now. So because okay. of that, I think that has jumped them up quite a bit. It's funny that like if it were a different language, you might feel okay saying it on the air. Yeah. But because it's there are It's too enough, close to us. And there's too many French speakers. And we're technically so. bilingual. So, I mean, sometimes <laughs> they get away with swearing in French on the air, but this one I'm going to leave out, okay. just in case. <laughs> and then there's number one that's missing, and that is Russia. Russia, mm-hmm. really? Russia is the number one swearing country. Uh, I guess the Russian language has something called a a mat, which is a set of extremely obscene words, and they're equivalent to the F word essentially here. Um, they have a whole set of them? But there's a whole set of them, and it used to be unthinkable for anybody to say any of those words. And lately there's been a cultural shift and now a lot of people are using this set of words much more liberally. (laughs) And so it's kind of in general conversation now and very commonplace. And a lot of young people are now using it. And so that big shift has made Russia just a whole bunch of swears. It's really wild to think how much power some words can have like that, right? Like if you, you just... Put the same twenty six letters together in a different order, and it's like it's unhur- it's unthinkable that you would say that. Well, what's also crazy is illegal to swear in public in Russia. Really? They a few years ago put out a law where you're not allowed to swear in public performance either. They took it out of the media for a while. They were like fully censoring all kinds of films that had any type of profanity. So to think that, I mean, maybe that's why, right? Just like anything else, there's a pushback against that. So people are swearing even more. Definitely don't ever say these words. And they're like, we're going to say them. We sure are. We have a whole set of them. You have a whole toolbox of, let me just reach into my toolbox here and see if I have a word for the occasion. I'm just going to throw this against the window. I'm slap it against the window. There you go. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I've got another great Terry of the Month nominee sent in from front of the show, George, if I could. All right. I have one later this, this show too but oh. let's do two today yeah it's fine so he sent me this message on instagram and oh my god this this is his nephew i'm just gonna <laughs> read it for you good morning shauna i think my 10 year old nephew may be the youngest terry he can be seen biking around in cowboy boots shorts a tank top and a trucker hat he has a he has a collection of free trucker hats from various tractor or truck companies if he takes off his trucker hat you can see the lightning bolt shaved into his head 
but his hair is all party in the back. He's already using entry-level swears such as hell, damn, and frick. How old is this kid? Ten. Ten, okay. He has a kid-sized sled and a kid-sized quad, which, (laughs) phenomenal. His favorite saying is, just pin it. He had pen all over his arm. He said he was trying to give himself a tattoo. He was trying to draw the logo of his dad's construction company. (laughs) All right. I'm sure his goal by 15 is to be working construction and smoking darts. I would have never known how much of a Terry he was if it wasn't for your great morning show and podcast. My God. Wow. This is a fantastic Terry. You know, and I know the look that he's talking about. Because there are so many young guys that are really leaning into that lately. Yeah. Yeah, and this kid like is lean, Ken. Leaning hard into that sort of like redneck stereotype. 100%. And this is unbelievable. 10-year-old nephew. I also find it <laughs> hilarious that he's dominating his nephew like this. I was just like, does your nephew know? He's like, I, I've started to call him a Terry and he doesn't appreciate it. But yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I imagine them sitting around at a family event and he's just looking hey, at his Terry. nephew. I mean, oh, yeah. Takes out his phone and starts <laughs> drafting a message to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, just describing what he sees. Following him around, just taking notes. What are you doing? What did I'm you just, say? Did you say just pin it there? Yeah, just, say just that again. pin it. One more time. Okay, writing that down. Yeah, this is a future Terry Hall of Famer, I think. Like, I love young Terry's. This. Yes. Phenomenal. We yeah. just know that you're going to become a great Terry in the future. So thank you for God that. God bless you. Mm-hmm. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We always talk about small town news. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking the other day. If you had to move to a small town, you could pick any small town you wanted. Where would you move? Oh, good question. Now that I think of this, I've actually, in my own brain, only been thinking of Canadian small towns. That's kind of what I assumed. Okay, yeah. good. I, yeah, because I was like, oh, this could get it could get wild. Yeah, but Canadian small towns. Canadian small towns. Because you and I have traveled quite a bit and, and lived in different smaller towns or in and mm-hmm. around them. So I was thinking, is there any in particular that you have been to or that you think of and you go, I could live here? Interesting. Okay. I like this question because if I were to ever get fired, mm-hmm. my backup plan <laughs> is to sell our house in Calgary, sell the place we have in Edmonton, okay. and move to one of these super affordable small towns where we could like buy a house outright and not have a mortgage. Interesting. So affordability is a big requirement Huge, huge. Because okay. I, would, I would say like Canmore, but Canmore is as expensive as Calgary, if not yeah. more. So totally. uh, I wouldn't say that. Yep. Uh, and then we'd probably want to be close to family, mm, but then I'd yep. still want to be like close to the mountains and all the stuff I love to do. So maybe somewhere like down south in the province. Okay. Like kind of towards Pitcher like Creek the, area or... What about Lethbridge? Oh, I was thinking way smaller. I was, yeah, Lethbridge, Lethbridge is a city. Lethbridge is a city, so... Yeah, yeah I would smaller. want to be in a place that's close enough that I could like zip into Costco if I had to, like gotcha. once every couple weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Like I wouldn't consider Lethbridge to be a small town. No, no, no. I'm thinking like, but in around that area, sub perhaps. five thousand people. Yeah. Okay. How about you? I've thought about this recently, and it's funny because I've I've always thought it would be fun to live in a small ski town at some point, mm-hmm. and so I've traveled through quite a few of them. And uh, Revelstoke is one that I am a big fan of. Every okay. time I go through Revelstoke, I've never been. Seems awesome. There's just a I don't know. Something about it there of all the different small towns that I really like. Another one. And is it the Vibes Man? It's the Vibes Man. I figured it was this the is, Vibes Man. This is also embarrassing, but Nelson? Like, ah, I, that might no, be that's... too big, but 
Nelson, speaking of the vibes, man, that's the place. Serious that vibes, man. I've stopped in a couple times. We had a wedding there once, and that was when the cab was actually like, you cannot pay me in vibes because somebody actually just asked to pay me in vibes, which is hilarious. But Nelson's 10,000 people. We'll count that for the sake of this okay. conversation. Because uh, Nelson has the mountains right there that are the, like Whitewater, for example, is untouchable because it's so remote from all the big cities. So you get mm. this powder, and it's unbelievable, and you get all that to yourself. And then there's also amazing lakes and it gets the warmth so it's a good balance of all that that's pretty so I was, cool I was like nelson but I, is nelson expensive i was gonna say i haven't looked at real estate and i bet you it's fairly expensive yeah. so that might rule nelson out anywhere that's attractive is expensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you could live in some dump somewhere and not mm. pay anything it's incredible i was just browsing the other day again just in the off chance we ever get fired yeah it's like where am i gonna go and in like some of the small towns in saskatchewan and stuff you can buy a house decent house for like 150 grand Dundurn, Saskatchewan. Something like that. That's where I'm going. Dundurn. Going Dundurn. I'm going to go live in Dundurn, okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. It was funny because as soon as we talked about that, we started getting messages from people promoting their small towns. Which is awesome. Someone's... Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We're supposed to make a, a birthday video for a friend of the show. Yes. We both set alarms for this so we don't forget. Cause, we sure did. Yeah. Um, There's always a lot going on. We sometimes forget these things. So here we go. I think we should stop the podcast right now and, and do, do this okay, because I absolutely great. will forget. Yep. Uh, we'll give this guy a shout out though. Uh, this is it's Ronan's birthday tomorrow. He's turning seven. Yes, happy birthday, Ronan. Ronan's a fan of the show. He's into Pokemon, Minecraft, and he loves X Ambassadors. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I was telling my my boys that the other day. They're like, we could tell you about Minecraft. I was like, I don't think we're going to talk that much about Minecraft, but probably not. But if we do. And maybe Ronan can hook up with your boys there and they go. can all talk Minecraft. Well, happy birthday, Ronan. Your video is on the way. Happy birthday, Ronan. Um, so people were, were promoting the, the small towns they live in. Someone said you should check out Mountain View, Alberta, which yep. is down, uh, down south, kind of near, what would be the closest community to Mountain View? They said there's a lot of Mormons there. Yes. Uh, uh, it's said, about a two-hour drive from Lethbridge. Okay. Which I like because that means that the mountains are... That's right. Uh, Close-ish as well. It's two hours from Fernie, which I appreciated as well about Mountain View. It's probably windier than shit, which I wouldn't like. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, you. That part of the problem. I always forget about that. Hell, windy. Yeah, yeah. You would not be okay there. And then friend of the show Joey was really pumping Vulcan's tires, Vulcan, Alberta, and telling us how great that community is. I've always wanted to check out Vulcan, especially as they play up the the like Star Trek stuff, and they have that Spock. Is it Spock? Spock days, days I think. Then he was telling us about this like festival they have where everybody who's in a band sets up on their driveway. Oh, that's and sweet. People walk around drinking and listening to the bands at different houses, which is pretty cool. What a great idea. Yeah, it looks like a nice little town. He said they have a brand new swimming pool and Nice. Um I mean, I looked at Mountain View is not that cheap. Vulcan a little cheaper. Mm. So there's it's a factor too, right? Like, yeah. Like I said, some of these places near my wife's hometown in Saskatchewan, like you can get you can get a nice house on like several acres for two hundred and fifty grand less even. Houses in town are like a hundred and fifty. Wow, it's insane. So I mean, might not be the first people's first choice of where they'd want to live, but living mortgage free would be pretty nice, wouldn't it? I don't. I I could not live in the middle of nowhere though. No. No, I have to be close. Again, that's why like a small town's okay as long as there's a mountain I can snowboard on or something like that. But I need. You get a snowmobile and a tow rope. Hey, I've done that before. Uh, you're right. I could do that. That's what I did when I lived in Regina. Mm-hmm. Put a tow rope behind my car and would go snowboarding around the parking lots when it snowed. So 
I think I'd be okay in a small town as long as I could keep busy. Yeah, you have a family though. I mean, it's yeah. obviously different. I'd ha- like going alone, totally different. That'd be tougher. Wouldn't no. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there are lots of benefits for kids growing up in a small town. The freedom that you get, you know, even like I, I'm sure we'd be more inclined to like push our boys towards hockey if we lived in a small town. It's true. It's way cheaper, and there's just ice time available and. Right. Well, Cliff, I mean, we're talking this way, and then I'm like, it's not a small town, but Cliff was in Prince Albert, so if we got fired, I could go move to, Prince, to Albert? Prince Albert. Beautiful Prince Albert. <laughs> Become a lifer in Prince Albert. Yeah, I think I'd probably, like, I don't know, host a podcast, do freelance voice work, putter around in my shop, lifer do in, odd jobs around town. Lifer in Prince Albert also has a different meaning. It does. Yes. Yeah. Usually prison. That's what you should call the residence of... Ooh, Prince Albert lifers. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'd go crazy in a small town. I don't know, but I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, you're a certain person who who would keep busy. It's the same as me. Like I have to keep busy yeah. for sanity's sake. So I'm sure I'd find things to keep myself busy. But otherwise, you go a little squirrely. I think go not. Winter would be tough. Yes. Winter would be much tougher. Ooh, yeah. Especially if it's a place where it's really, really cold. Yeah. Nope. That would be hard. Um, well, no matter where you would like to live around here, whether that be Airdrie, whether that be down in the south in Legacy or any of the other communities where Shane Holmes build, builds homes, uh, you, should, you should talk to them if you're thinking of building because they offer affordable customization, which allows you to uh, make your home bespoke, I guess, the floor plan exactly the way that you want yeah. it. Any cool little features you'd like to add, they can do that at a reasonable price. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, Ellen wanted to nominate a Terry of the Month. This will be the second one that we had. Oh, today, yeah. But that's all right. It's a heavy, it's Terry Thursdays. It's Terry Thursday. Um, so, do you know Jillian Harris? She was the Bachelorette. She was on TV. She right. hosted, like, Love It or Listed. Yep. I think, I think she's from Calgary. Could be wrong. But oh. uh, anyway, she told this story on her Instagram, and this was the video that was sent to me. My cousin Terry and I are like brother and sister. We love each other very much, but we've butted heads almost our whole life. Anyhow. The last time we all get together as a family, there was a lot of gravy left over. A lot. Like, I'm talking a crock pot with, like, this much gravy in the bottom. And so I jokingly said to my cousins, I'll give somebody 100 bucks if they drink this gravy. And nobody drank the gravy. 500 bucks, nobody drank the gravy. And I said, 1,000 bucks. And all of a sudden, my cousin Terry comes out of left field, and he's like, I'll drink the gravy for $1,000. I'm like, there's no way he can drink all this gravy. It might kill him. So Terry's drinking this gravy, and it is thick. Like, he's like, I don't even think I can drink this. Like, it's almost scoopable. And he's drinking it, and the whole family is there. Like, aunts and uncles, grandmas and grandpas, cheering him on, screaming, gagging. I'm like, gagging. He is gagging. His wife comes around the corner and looks in the pot, and she's like, oh my God, Terry, no, you can't do it. So I am short $1,000 of a big pile of puke in my driveway, and I'm trying to think if we should keep this tradition going. Good Good job. What are we doing tomorrow? And there's, there's Terry at the end. That's Terry, of course. So, so I got to send this as well, and all I could think immediately was, of course Terry's going to drink the gravy. I would, for $1,000, drink the gravy. You you drink the gravy for 1000 bucks. I sure would. $1,000 is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And again, like it's, that much? Yeah. Whatever. Like, are we talking like two liters of gravy? You That's, drink that for... 
Yeah. For a thousand bucks? What if you ruin gravy for yourself forever? I don't think you would. It's Oof. fairly easy to digest and, and get down gravy. I mean, it's a <laughs> liquid, right? I mean, the one thing that made me go is she said it was almost scoopable. And I was like, okay, so if it was super, super thick. Where you couldn't drink it? Where you couldn't drink it, then that would be a struggle. But it's Terry. Like, of course he's going to take the money. Of course. And this is something we haven't talked about with Terry. Terry does not back down to a dare Absolutely like this. not. Do you know how many Terrys have been killed or maimed throughout history, taken up stupid dares? Oh, yeah. You challenge Terry. You put money on the table. Terry's doing it. The whole hold my beer meme was created by Terry. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you want you, you okay, hold my beer. I'll show you. That that is Terry. I think I told you similar to this Christmas two years ago at McKenna's house with her family, mm. her older brother drank her sister's breast milk on a dare. Not from the jug, but from that she had like chilling in the fridge and I was like this is unbelievable that's gross this is such a huge Terry but move but that is exactly what Terry does again you will not back down from a dare I think he did it for like $40 worth of weed too or something it, was, it wasn't it was $1,000 my god Terry does not back down he's dairy okay <laughs> dairy Terry that's what he does the Beckler and Shauna podcast I have a friend who is the ultimate cheap man in fact, I think he's overtaken our other cheap friend that we've discussed many times on this show uh, for t- cheap frugal tips. Yeah, that guy comes with some insanely cheap tips, but you're saying this person is cheaper? I think he's cheaper. Um, actually, he's a, he's a friend of Cliff's, uh, my <laughs> boyfriend, and I love him, but I honestly, I don't know if I could go out with him and not be embarrassed by association <laughs> by how cheap he is. Like, it's at that point. He's the one who doesn't tip ever. Ever. Does not tip. Okay. Just, just purely does not tip. So that alone is something Good that I... Good start. Yeah. So I will tip for him, and I've done that in the past. I learned something else about him recently, though. He only pays in cash for everything. Now, this originally and initially is good, right? Uh, apparently, it's even a good way to keep track of your funds, right? If you want to make sure you only spend a certain amount, if you pay in cash, then you know once that finite amount is gone... You're done. Yeah, that's how I used to do it when yes. I was younger. And I'd be like, get most of my paycheck in cash. Yes. And then I would know. Yeah, that's... Although, if you believe the conspiracy theorists, the government doesn't want you paying in cash anymore. No, of course Ooh. they don't. I know that, well, that's exactly it. But for him, it's not only that he just pays in cash. He will purposely and intentionally constantly shortchange people. So he will go to a store and he will not take change with him ever. And then if they're saying it's blah, 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 25, I'll be like, oh, I don't have that quarter. And he does this all the time just to try and save quarters and even loonies sometimes. Like sometimes he'll even say that he's short the loony and he'll just try and get away with it. And, and you can only do that when you're paying cash. You can only do that when you're paying cash. And a lot of the times, wow. especially when it comes to quarters, he says a lot of people now just will be like, that's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's exceptionally that cheap. That is unbelievably like cheap. Like you're basically just ripping people off everywhere you go to everywhere save Everywhere you go, you try to sense? barter down to save cents, to save quarters here or there. He will, once he gets change, he keeps it. He pockets it and puts it away and doesn't bring it to his next place to ever use it because he doesn't ever, he wants to shortchange them. So his like, whole life is just one big awkward exchange it then, is. isn't it? Like, you really need to be a certain type of person to yeah. be able to do that and be confident in doing it. You know what I mean? Like, you have to have no shame, no uh-huh. embarrassment, no. right? Because I would, I would be embarrassed to do I, that everywhere. This is what I'm and saying. And I'm cheap. Like, even being near him, it hurts me. Like, it physically, <laughs> again, God love the guy, but I'm oh. like, you can't keep doing this, man. You can't. Sounds like he can. <gasps> Sounds like he's getting away with it so far. I guess so, but how many awkward times? Holy hell, that's oh, cheap. Well, I don't have the quarter. Then what do you do? I was like, what does do he you- get turned away sometimes? Yeah, he does. But it's probably worth it in the long run to him, right? 
Which again, like, is unfathomable to me. He'll just go to the next store. Just it. I wonder how much he uh, saves. Like, I would like to know mm-hmm. over the course of a year. I'd like to know how much he saves. Should saved. ask him. Is it like forty bucks? Yeah. Or is it significant? Because is that worth being a huge pain in the ass everywhere you go? Forty bucks in a year. I should Wouldn't ask him be to, for me. I'll but. put. I'll tell him to put it in a bank. Because I used to do this for myself. Anytime I'd have loose change, I put Your bar it, change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it in a little thing, and then later I would go and I'd you know when there's enough of it. Yeah put it in bills and I should be like you should do that with your cheapness let's let's have a cheap jar okay go and put all that change that you've saved put it in your cheap jar and then let's see how much it amounts to <laughs> here's all the businesses I've hosed this yes. year <laughs> oh man wow the Beckler and Shauna podcast friend of the show Noah sent me the funniest clips so there's this kid playing Little League he looks to be about 12 years old he's yeah what they would have called in another time husky He's okay. a husky young man. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I don't know who's... Fi- I'm assuming the person filming him is his dad. And I don't know if it's also his dad doing the commentary or if someone has added this afterward. But this is... They call him Big Pookie. Hey, Big Pookie, man, you don't run out there. Okay, I see you, Big Pookie, to the sky. You better you don't run now. Look at it. I'm going to change my number 14. Jeff for you, Big Pookie. Yeah, baby. That's it. He finna knock it out of the park while I did. I'm going to get you a big cheap. Look at there you go. Oh, no. He didn't hit his hand. Go, Big Pookie. <laughs> he's so excited. He's so excited. It's amazing. And the kid's so excited, too. He's dancing out there. Oh, that's and awesome. I don't, I don't know if it's, like, real or not. It was posted to this account for from a, a comedian, so I don't know if he, uh, like, found okay. it funny or if he was the one who added the... Yeah. But Big Pookie. What a kid. Oh, that's... Little League legend Big Pookie, they're calling him. That's great. Yeah. So the big next pookie. time I play baseball, you're big pookie. I will be channeling big pookie. Okay, that's your new nickname for sure. Bringing that big pookie, big in. pookie over there. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast, brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X 92.9 Monday through Friday, six to ten a.m. Mountain Time at X 92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say f-. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.